You're listening to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. This is the first special episode on distance learning. Welcome to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. My name is Charles Laux, and I am your host. We are in a special time, and we are going to be recording some episodes from educators and string teachers all over the country to bring some much-needed resources to all of you and to share some of the ideas and strategies teachers are using. Do the Orchestra Teacher Podcast, Stefan. Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, and could you tell us a little bit about where you teach and what you teach? Sure. I am the orchestra and guitar director at Wakaiva High School in Orange County, Florida. Um, we have a school of about 2,500, and the orchestra program is ever-growing, and we have a huge uh, influx of guitar students as well, um, using technology throughout the entire school year to begin with. So this is actually the remote learning thing that possibly may be coming up is actually um, kind of a continuation of what we've already been doing, and my kids are kind of all ready for it, and they were looking, you know, looking forward to a, a different way of, you know, different way of learning and uh, moving forward as as we see fit. Great, great. So, um, what are um, obviously you guys? Uh, I think you had told me you're on spring break, and the foreseeable future is you don't know. I don't think any of us know um, when we're going to be going back. So, can you tell us some of the things that you've been able to have, have success with, uh, even before this uh, crisis has happened, and um, you know some of the strategies you've used? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I did mention we're on spring break now. We're off for another week after. Spring break. They called it an extending spring break, but uh, you know we, we're we're all kind of in the in in the know that most likely it'll be longer than that. We're planning accordingly. I mean, throughout the school year, we use uh, our district is on Canvas, uh, which I know a lot of districts are throughout the country. Okay. So we've done a lot of things digitally and trying to get away from the uh, you know using the paper and uh, killing trees as much as humanly possible. <laughs> um, so you know, a lot, a lot of times I, I try my best. I, I want to go. In the, in the way of um, putting their orchestra music and such on, you know, on their laptops, which we do to begin with, but to do a, you know, a concert with their laptops and stuff, not having to print anything, but I thought that was a little, little too much and having, um, you know, uh, laptop cores and the possibility of laptops dying in the middle of a concert, so we didn't go that far. Um, but, we, you know, I do post a lot of things online, all their music and things like that. There are apps on Canvas. Um, I forgot, one starts with the case, I can't remember the name of, that, that I have already I implemented about three or four years ago, mm-hmm. that kind of just went in and you can mark up music and so on, on uh, through Canvas, as long as you save it to like a Google Drive folder. But on top of that, we use, uh, this year we've been using Smart Music, the new Smart Music, and there's been kind of controversy of it being, you know, being you know, the, the same as the classic version and, and doing well, but we've, we've had success with it, um, especially what's nice is the kids can find any piece of music they want, especially the ones we choose for our concert, and it tells them what they're doing correct what they're doing incorrect and so i'm kind of like a teacher at home um as long as they have their instruments at home and including that all the method books are on there um it's all a digital based um platform that they can basically play through yeah. um, without having the actual teacher there which is awesome um but in addition to that we've used uh flipgrid which is a flipgrid, all- yeah video video submission lost you just a second there you can assign the yeah you can assign a, a playing test um, through you know through Canvas on Flipgrid and they can respond. It's kind of cool. They have like all these emojis and things, the decorative you know fun things you could do on the videos. Yeah. They can submit it that way. Um, but you can do it you know and then even a playing test that way. You could do it you know via just a, a verbal um, response if you didn't want to do a written response via Canvas and things like that. Okay. Um, so that's, and there's, there's that's Flipgrid. Sorry, that's, I didn't want to that, cut you off. No, go ahead. That's Flipgrid. We we lost you just for a second when you were uh, explaining what it was. So Flipgrid is uh, yeah 
So that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Flip, flip, Flipgrid is a wonderful um, app. You could use it as a standalone feature, but it's also integratable with, within Canvas and Google Classroom, I believe, as well. Um, you can either sync it up and you get a class code, and then you can make assignments through there. Um, and in Canvas, you know, if you go into the, the whole app, add, adding apps, uh, section of Canvas, which you can uh, Google to find where that is as well. You can add Flipgrid and it'll sync right into your Canvas uh, Canvas class and the SpeedGrader and such in uh, Canvas as well. So you could use it for verbal uh, verbal responses, playing tests, and so on, which kind of goes along with Smart Music because Smart Music will do some part of the grading for you as well. Okay. So you yeah, get yeah. some feedback, whereas Flipgrid, you kind of have the kid has to wait for you to look at it and grade it. So I kind of use them interchangeably depending on what I'm trying to uh, to assess. Good. And do you, do you um, find that your students have a preference one or the other, or they some of some like one, some like the other? Uh, it to be. I, I did a whole last year. Last year I did like a check off sheet kind of thing to master skill. And that Orange County Public Schools, and I kind of tweaked it. He had it for band. I tweaked it for orchestra, and so on. So I was using Flipgrid with that last year, um, and basically the kid would have to submit it, and I would grade it. And if they didn't get a certain score, they have to go back to them, and they have to redo it to master the skill. The annoying part about that was that they had to wait for me to look at it, you mm-hmm. know, you know, and grade it and send it back to them. Obviously, I'm grading, you know, 60, 70, 80 of these, you know, all the time constantly. Right. Gets a little backlog. So that's why smart music was nice because it'll give them, you know, obviously it's not, it's not perfect. You know, nothing, nothing can be perfect, but it gives them a general idea of, okay, this is obviously, I didn't master this. I shouldn't submit this, right, you know, that kind right, of gives right. them instant feedback so that they know, okay, I have to get at least uh, a 90 on this smart music assignment. If they, you know, come in with the 72, they know that there's no way it's going to be accepted. I usually say 90 or 85 to allow for the smart music errors. Right. You know, yeah. It's not and perfect. Things, things like that, you know, in case it basically something correctly and I listen back to it and all of a sudden it is correct, but it, it didn't catch it or anything like that. Okay, cool. Um, and then, uh, so you're using canvas. That's a district provided uh, platform for all your course management. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we use Canvas. Because, I mean, they, they quote unquote mandate that we use Canvas sure. per se. I yeah, mean, yeah. There, I know there are some teachers that are still on Google Classroom. I personally right. love Google Classroom. Yeah. I have aspects of Google Classroom that I love and then Google and a lot of aspects of Canvas that I love. And I've always wished, I, you know, I can combine the two. There's no <laughs> one perfect product. So yeah. I wish I could create it, but I don't have that, you know, that coding background to, cre- you know, to merge, merge the Absolutely. two, which would be cool. But unfortunately, I can't. Yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I'm on Google Classroom. I started this year and uh, it has really changed a lot for me. So I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, we were using Infinite Campus, uh, which is our uh, district-wide course management system. And uh, it really doesn't have the the ability to do what Google Classroom or um, Microsoft Teams, you know, would do. So our district is a, also a Microsoft district. So um, a, lot of, okay. a lot of teachers are using Teams as well. Um, I just prefer the Google uh, products over over teams yeah but. google classroom is great and especially one thing it has over canvas is that like google classroom if you put up um a document it can automatically create a copy for each and every kid now Canvas yeah. has their own version workaround with google cloud assignments and things like that but google classroom i'm obviously it's integrated into the google system and it just makes it so simple for them whereas a lot of sometimes like google form for example you put up on google classroom if you want them to complete a form Google Classroom will mark it as complete, whereas you have to, in good Canvas, like embed it, and it won't count it as a submitted assignment unless right. the kid cl- 
like Mark is done or something like that. So it's a little, little clunky when it comes to synchronization with uh, some some Google things, which is kind of you know the things I like about Google Classroom more. But you know, I try I try to latch onto the Canvas thing as much as possible because the kids are on it for all of our classes. So right. if I start using Google Classroom, they then have to remember, let me go check Google Classroom, and you know, a lot of assignments go uh, unnoticed. Exactly, exactly. We had to submit what you know what platform we were using, and so the principal just sent out. Uh, an email with all the teachers uh, and links to their websites and what platform they were using. So just so that kids could go down and parents could go down and, and see, because it is sometimes challenging to know what every teacher is on. And uh, this this kind of organizes it for them a little bit more. Right, exactly. And what's nice is I know Smart Music, as I mentioned earlier, they just um, there's a huge list of uh, available uh, companies that are giving free use of their software for the next two or three months. Mm-hmm. While this, <clears throat> sorry, while this virus is... Um, I believe it's, um, uh, I can't remember the, the link to it. I can, I can send it to you. It's yeah. like amazingeducationalresources.com, I believe, or something. Oh, okay. Um, and I know, yeah, I'll, I can send that to you. I, I think that's what it is, but I'll double check. Um, it's a list of all, it's extensive, of programs and companies that are allowing people to use their systems for free for the next two or three months. Nice. Into the school year for... Um, you know, for for this for this these issues that we're having, and a smart music is one of them. They're giving free um, yeah. accounts for the remain for the rest of the school year. And Sight Reading Factory, which I've used tons before as well, mm-hmm. is doing the same thing. Sight Reading Factory is awesome. I've done many different things with Sight Reading Factory. I know Smart Music has some sight reading stuff in it. I haven't delved into that much yet because I've loved yeah. Sight Reading Factory so much. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of you you know where kids rotate out throughout the middle of the class period and go into the the dressing room and do a sight reading factor assignment and come back and I try to do that you know, have a weekly schedule oh, nice. and so on to do to do things like that. So sight reading factory is great because you can instead of even smart music you can test whatever you want and create your own exercises. Mm-hmm. You know, a little slightly short of composing it yourself. But you know, if you're testing eighth notes, you can, you know, create make sure an assignment is it'll some variation of eighth notes and quarter notes and the kid will get some variation every single time. Yeah. And sight reading, in my opinion, is probably the quickest way to see if the kid understands what they're doing. If they can sight read it, then they really have mastered that skill. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's kind of the the skill that we should all shoot for. Um, well, this has been some great info. Um, just so everybody listening, we're going to be putting um, a resource list up on orchestrateacher.net um, and also in this podcast description, uh, any links that I'm sent by our guests today uh, will be put in there along with their contact information should you uh, have questions or want to uh, reach out to them further. Uh, Stefan, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. I also want to mention I'm, I'm planning on um, hopefully while I'm off is creating a, a couple different YouTube videos of different tools that I've mentioned and kind of, um, you know, showcasing how to use them and little secrets and tips and so on. So I, I can send that to you once I've uh, started making that within the next week or so. That'd be great. I will definitely, uh, you know, be happy to share that. And uh, I'll be doing the same. I have a lot, a lot of my uh, agenda uh, I don't, for the, I don't know how many months or how many weeks or whatever <laughs> it's going to be. But uh, definitely we want to uh, put stuff out there for our own students, but also um, put some resources out there for others to use because, you know, the best teachers borrow or steal uh, from each other. Right, and exactly. That's, that's how, and, and <laughs> I, I have to admit, I've, I've stolen many, many a thing in my, in my 10 years of teaching so far. So, uh, yeah. yes, I am definitely guilty of that. <laughs> that's what makes all of us stronger. We're all here for the same purpose. Um, but thank you again, and uh, stay safe and healthy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Bye now. You can subscribe to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, and most recently, Google Podcasts.